This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. At Likeable Media, we create, curate, and promote content that gets your brand results. So contact us today by visiting likeable.com. All the social ladies, 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 all the social ladies. Now put your phones up. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to All the Social Ladies. I am Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media, and today is a super sweet day. It's because I am here with Diana Plasas, who is the Director of Global Brand Marketing for Doubletree by Hilton at Hilton Worldwide. Now, for those of you who have listened to some of my past podcasts, you will know that I often speak about the Doubletree cookie and my bizarre obsession with it because it really is the best cookie you could ever have in the world. But enough about the cookie. Now I'm going to tell you about Diana. In this role as the Director of Global Brand Marketing for Doubletree by Hilton, Diana oversees advertising, both offline and online media, as well as marketing and social media strategy for the brand. And it's more than 400 hotels in over 30 countries around the globe. And guess what? I think they all have cookies. (laughs) We'll confirm with her. But she's been part of the team that has worked on the repositioning of the brand back in 2011, as well as its award-winning campaigns, such as the Cookie Caravan, the Little Things Project, and detour. In 2014, her team led the launch of a brand new multi-channel campaign called First the Cookie, as well as supporting the ongoing Cookie Care Global Activations in partnership with Public Relations. Diana has been working with the brand since 2009. Prior to that, she managed search engine marketing for Hilton Worldwide Portfolio. And in 2006, she worked on both the organic and paid search marketing strategies. So she's really been with Hilton for quite some time. And prior to that, she worked with digital brands, both in the health and beauty space, as well as within real estate categories. And I can't wait to talk to her today and ask her all about all of it. So welcome, Diana. Thank you so much, Carrie. It is such a pleasure to be on and just so excited to be talking to somebody that is as passionate about our brand and our cookies as you are. I mean, I'm not kidding. It's it's serious business. So, okay. Now, are there people, am I an anomaly? That's my question. Okay. So there are people who love the cookie like I love the cookie. Oh, yeah. And that is probably one of the funnest parts of my job, just seeing that come to life. Love it. You must see it all the time because I know if I feel it, there must be others. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So tell me about your overall story. So you've really grown to this incredible position at Doubletree. And tell me how you got to where you were. Give me your career start and the whole story. Absolutely. So I actually have to go back a little bit more because I am very proud to be uh, Colombian. And you might have seen that on my Twitter profile. I was born and raised in Colombia. So you might notice an accent come out here and there because English is my second language. Love it. Um, And I was always very, very passionate to digital, even though my degrees in international development studies. But I've had some amazing mentors and started working in the digital space in search in particular Mm -hmm. and just website development. And the opportunity came up with Hilton, and I joined the company, and 
started to meet just some incredible folks in all kinds of different departments when I was working in the search team. And one of those uh, folks was Mary Beth Parks, who at the time was the VP of marketing for the Doubletree brand. And the opportunity came up to start working on the brand specifically in 09. And I jumped on that opportunity right away. And it has been an absolutely amazing last five years. And just seeing this brand truly transform itself and grow from, you know, about 200 hotels where we were at when I joined in 09 to more than 400 where we're at today in more than 30 countries. So it's been a pretty amazing ride and just went from purely digital to kind of now working across all the spaces. I always tell everybody I'm responsible for everything from the collateral you see in our room to the TV ads to everything you see in the social space for Doubletree by Hilton. So it's been a pretty amazing ride. That is incredible. Okay, so you've been there since 09 and they rebranded in 11, right? Was it 2011? Yes, okay, so yep. tell me what it's like to go through and be involved in a rebrand of that nature. And talk to me a little bit about who you were before as Doubletree and who you are now. Yeah, so Doubletree, you might have um, remembered those lollipop trees that we called them, the green logo with the yes. two green trees. Yes. And we knew that we were hitting that point with the brand where we were really expanding globally, where we were opening some amazing properties. And we really needed to elevate the positioning of Doubletree and how consumers saw it and interacted with it and bring that to be a little bit much more about the culture of the brand and the overall like experience that we bring to life with our culture on property. And that's where the entire repositioning came about. The new tagline of where the little things mean everything, because we knew that that's what our team members did day in and day out, where our new brand promise, everything came from that. And we developed all of this new look and feel for it and have continued to grow grow it since. But it was a ton of work, obviously, a lot of research, a lot of testing, a lot of focus groups, and a lot of work with our individual hotels and really kind of telling them the reasons why and then bringing it all to life. And it's been amazing. And so how did social play into that? I would imagine you had to do a lot of kind of online listening and just overall testing of types of content. Did you use social as a part of that rebranding strategy? We did it at a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. Um, When I think about it, you know, we started working on the rebranding in early 2010 Mm -hmm. and we started kind of the internal launches end of 2010 and consumer facing in 2011. But when I think about it, we were still so new in the space of social as a brand. We were just kind of dipping our toes into it. I think that we were um, meeting with Twitter just a couple of weeks ago and we had just had, I believe it was our four year anniversary on Twitter as a brand. So it was something that we were kind of taking account into what people were talking about our brand. What were they saying? What did they think of our hotels? What would people talk about our logo at any point? There's a joke um, that always goes around about the naming of the brand from a pretty famous comedian. So we were kind of capturing some of that, but definitely there was nowhere near as much volume and as much involvement from the brand as it became once we launched and once we went live in 2011. And we really kind of kicked social into high gear with the cookie caravan. Amazing. And so tell me a little bit about, since, of course, you know, I do love and adore the cookie caravan. And just for those of us who are listening and not looking at the caravan, you have to picture that it's cookie, then care, like C-A-R-E, a van. So like a caravan, but a caravan. So tell us about the caravan. 
Absolutely. So as I mentioned, our culture is care. It's create a rewarding experience. And back in 2011, food trucks were the huge craze. So everybody, you know, was all about food trucks. And we realized that, you know, we could definitely go and take our cookies on the road. And we bought a food truck and we went on this massive trip of over 2,000 miles across the country delivering cookies from this food truck. So we were in New York. We were in D.C in Miami, Key West, in Chicago, in St. Louis, in Dallas, in L.A., San Francisco, all over the place, bringing a little bit of our care culture outside of the walls of our hotel and handing out cookies, thousands and thousands of cookies. We were keeping track of it in the truck and everything, and we were able to even deliver to those that were not able to come out to the food truck. So that's where we started really using social into some of these activations, and we would ask people to tweet us where they wanted some cookies delivered and to post on our Facebook page if they couldn't make it to where the truck was parked at, and we would go and take them that little sweet um, care package to their offices or to their homes and extend the campaign that way. So that was our first big activation that involved started involving social and played up the repositioning of the brand with our care culture and with, obviously, the cookie as our icon. And it ties into the the fact that it's all about the little things, right? Because the cookies Correct. are, like, when you're tired, I know, can speak from experience, when I'm tired and I get, you know, a weary road traveler for work all the time and I get there and then I have those cookies, I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> and, of course, I was also a recipient of a caravan package, which now I suspect you may have had something to do with. Absolutely. Awesome, yes. And that is exactly right. It is about the little things. And that was the following year uh, campaign that we did really kind of leveraged that and the fact that the cookie is one of the many little things that we do in property. But in a lot of cases, all people want is just, you know, a warm smile basically yeah. when they arrive at our hotel yeah. or they want to know that they're going to have a quiet room or they want a discount for attractions or things like that. So it's been an evolution of, you know, where the little things mean everything with the cookie at the center of it all, but really understanding the needs and wants of the travelers that stay with us. And so in social, Diana, when you're looking at this, how much in the hospitality industry, customer service, I know, is key in um, in social media. So when you're looking at that, how much of your social media strategy would you say is reactive and customer service based versus proactive, like creation of content, cookie caravan, like all of these these types of content concepts? So luckily, thanks to the amazing work that Vanessa San Diego has done at Hilton Worldwide, about 90% of my job is actually the much more proactive piece. And her team and the team that she has built within our guest assistance department that handles social 24-7 for all of our brands, they are the ones that are much more dedicated to service and being that reactive team. So they are monitoring all of our streams. They're monitoring our Facebook page. They're monitoring everything that we have out there for social mentions of our brand that are related to a service request, whether it's somebody that needs to have a later checkout or somebody that needs to make a change to reservation or somebody having maybe issues with their bill that they have questions about. All of that goes through that team. And that has been absolutely amazing. It has been a lifesaver because when we first launched it, 
that was me. That was oh. me handling a lot of those tweets and sending them to a hotel, sending them to our regional uh, directors of brand performance to help us with. But Vanessa really had that insight into leveraging the fact that we have these agents, that this is what they do when somebody calls our 1-800 lines. This is what they're passionate about. So let's train them on how to do it in social as well. I absolutely love that. And I think that what that does is give you the time and energy and focus to really make sure that your outgoing messaging is on brand versus being really mired down in the because the customer service in the hospitality industry, I feel like it must be handled separately because otherwise it can just consume you, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure, for sure. So you guys have done a lot of really successful things. Talk to me about how you come up with the types of, like, everyday content that you need to do in social. How are you coming up with those concepts, and how would you define kind of the voice of of what you're portraying in social? So that is where I'm also very thankful to have an amazing group of partners, um, partner agencies that all work very, very closely together. Our internal team here as well, our marketing team, our PR team, we know that we have to have some baseline content. So, for example, our hotel openings, we're opening a lot of hotels for double trade. So we know that we want to make sure that we're messaging around that. There are all those key holiday moments. There are key campaign moments. So this year with Cookie Care, whenever we had a city stop, we knew that we had that on the calendar. So that is kind of like just our baseline pieces of content. And then we work with a team over at Digital Royalty who then fills in all the gaps and works with our team on ensuring that it's all on the same brand tone of voice that we want to achieve, that it's aligned to the overall messaging that we have out there, that if people PR, for example, is working on a different theme, whether it's, you know, Halloween haunted hotels or if it's New Year's Eve parties, that we are also capturing some of that for social. And also the hotels. The hotels play a huge role in it, too. Yep. And we have created an easy way for them to submit content to us. So if there's, there was a parade in Nashville, for example, last week that one of our hotels was participating in, so they sent us that content. If they are having a big anniversary of the hotel being open or if they are having a big celebration on property for a team member, all of those things, they submit that to us and then we go ahead and we um, upload that into our content calendar. Oh, that's great. So it sounds like you're giving the individual hotels uh, opportunities to submit content and give feedback, but that is it is it centrally controlled or do you have a yes. yeah, so it's centrally controlled. Awesome. Yep. And so tell me about it sounds like your staffing is a mix of uh, agency partners and then internal, right? Correct. Yes. How many people would you say total come together to make this fabulous strategy and an execution um, for DoubleTree? So across the board, I would say it's a group of about probably 12 to 15 of us that are all um, able to kind of jump in and provide some input, provide some feedback. But on the more regular basis, it's about five people that are constantly monitoring. And this is not their full-time jobs at all, um, but it's just a big part of what they do in ensuring that our social presence is in line with what our brand overall strategy is. Amazing. And so you talked about, it sounds like it's a great team effort. You, you talked about a lot of the successes, and I love all of these campaigns that you've done. How are you measuring them to see that they are, in fact, successful? What do you use to show whether something works in social or something doesn't? Is it gut? Is it science? Is it both? Tell me about how it, how it all comes together. 
It's really both. And um, funny enough, I actually just had an interview with Hotel News Now a couple of weeks ago, and they did a big analysis in regards to social for the hotel industry. And we were talking about that. And it honestly varies so much from one campaign to the next. So we had, um, over summer, we launched our frozen cookie dough. So I think <gasps> I'm going to have to send you some of that so that Immediately. you can enjoy them at home and share them with your family. Immediately. Um, <laughs> We need it. All, all the social ladies need it. I love it. Yeah. So we launched that campaign for the frozen cookie dough, and that was all about driving the sales of the frozen dough. But then we have Cookie Care, which is so much more about the engagement and the reach, and it is about being able to engage people in those markets that we're visiting and making it very much about that local experience. And then we have the hotel openings and those big landmark openings. And we just did, for example, our hotel in New Zealand, which is our first hotel there, or 400 hotel in Australia. And those have been much more about, okay, can we drive some clicks into those hotel pages, for example, and then looking at some of those reservations. So it really varies, and it's a combination of all those metrics and all those successes throughout the year that we're able to then show to our, um, our the leadership team of the brand and show them how well it's performing. So it sounds like it, it really varies both by region and by campaign for what you're trying to achieve with the specific exactly. campaign, but also regionally it may, may vary as well. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And so you talked about a lot of the success. Tell me about some of the challenges. What do you think is the single greatest challenge for DoubleTree uh, happening now in social? I think that it's really um, it. I would say it's probably the shiny object syndrome yep. and how uh, working with our hotels to ensure that they know when and where to play in social mm-hmm. and that they have all the right tools and the resources, but then that we're educating them in the right ways to use it and that we're also not getting lost in it ourselves on any kind of brand activation because, you know, time is of the essence here. And also we are, you know, having to work on a lot of different projects, a lot of different channels, and we need to make sure that if it makes sense for us to be on a new platform, that we have all the background behind it, or if we're going to pass and wait until, you know, it reaches maturity that we do that. But I would think that it's really taking the time to evaluate things and not falling down those rabbit holes and falling for that um, shiny object. So it sounds like you're not a fan of just jumping on something because it's new and could be good. You really want to wait it out and make sure that it's kind of the right thing for the brand. Exactly. Got it. Got it. And so where do you think that social media for Doubletree by Hilton is going? What do you see happening next for you in the future? I think really continuing to work with the social media champions that we have at every single one of our properties, continuing to grow that because the not just the reach, but then the overall conversation that takes place on an individual hotel page versus a brand page is just so different. So continuing to learn from them and then continuing to also train them to do the best that they can and having that two-way communication, but then also the global piece. Uh, to me, China just... I am so mesmerized by the social developments there, by how they're using WeChat, how they are using all these platforms and how they kind of are part of their daily lives for those hundreds and millions of people that are using it and how they interact with brands and everything. So that to me is also where we really want to make sure 
that we're understanding, again, going back to the challenge, understanding what the role is of the brand on some of those platforms and how we truly have the right presence with the right content and the right strategy to be there. Absolutely. And so tell me about your own social media usage. Working in this space, does it make you want to use social more or make you want to use social less for yourself personally? So I am a little obsessed with Instagram and with Twitter, <laughs> and I absolutely love those two platforms. Yep. Um, Instagram, for me, has allowed me to really have this amazing album of my travels of and to be able to share that with my friends, with colleagues, with family, and being able to also see what other people are doing during their travels. And I have a lot of, uh, like, I have a little obsession also with Bravo, so I follow all of the stuff going on of with the course. Real Housewives and everything in their shows. Of so course. social media allows me to continue on that. And then Twitter, for me, is where I get also a lot of just kind of updates, a lot of what other brands are doing, a lot about sports. I'm also pretty um, obsessed with my sports. So following along to scores when I am not in front of a TV, that's what social media has allowed me to do. I love it. And really kind of just as part of the job, I just, I love it. So I love those two, Facebook and Pinterest, YouTube, not so much. So you're more of an Instagram and Twitter girl. Oh, yeah. I love it. And do you think that in order to be successful in social with, you know, as part of your career, do you think that you inherently have to love it? Can you can you be successful in social if you don't love it? I think you have to love it. I I really do. Yeah, I do, too. I really do. So tell me about what advice you would offer to an aspiring young woman who is a future Diana, somebody who (laughs) is looking to get into a big brand and grow uh, and really kind of champion social there. I think that a lot of it is about finding what makes you happy and kind of adjusting the role to your passions and then finding the right mentors along the way. That has been probably one of the biggest things for me that I'm just so, so thankful to some of the incredible people that I've met along the way on this journey, both within Hilton and outside, and learning from them and then taking that into my job and, again, molding my job to some of the things that I really love and that I feel are a perfect fit for the brand. And you also have to love the brand. You have to be passionate about what you're basically selling through these channels, what you're communicating about. So then it is really that honest conversation that you're having with people because you love what you're doing and you love the brand that you're representing. So that would be my advice. Awesome. And how about advice that you've received? I know you mentioned you had a lot of mentors and people throughout the way. Um, Have you ever received a piece of advice that you were like, oh, this is such a good nugget. I got to pass it on. I think the best one is that it's it's all about the people. And it is all about that legacy that we leave behind of the relationships that we have left and how we have treated others. That is what people will remember is how you treated them. And that is some, always something that I try to take into account and always try and have a smile on my face and make sure that when somebody meets me or is reminded of me that they know that I had a smile on my face and that I hopefully treated them very well because it's really all about people and the legacy that we leave with them behind. 
Well, Diana, that's really funny and a perfect way to end the interview because I literally was just going to say, you know, thank you so much for being on the show. And it's just so evident um, from the from the conversation that you have a smile on your face the entire time. <laughs> so you really do live that brand. You are as sweet as the cookie caravan. And I love it. And I'm just so grateful to have you on here today. And of course, very grateful for the Doubletree Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Carrie. Um, it was such a pleasure. Such Thank a you pleasure. for the opportunity and hope you'll enjoy some of the frozen cookie dough that yes! will be in your way. Yes. And, um, and tell me, where should people follow you? Since I know you're obsessed with Twitter, where should they follow you? And then where should they follow Doubletree? So on Twitter, you can find me at Diana P. Perfect. And at Doubletree for the brand. And then on Instagram is D Plazas. Thank you so much. You are one fabulous social lady. Thank you so much, Carrie. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast was brought to you by Likeable Media. At Likeable Media, we create, curate, and promote content that gets your brand results. Visit likable.com for more information today.